today we are talking about bad days. Maybe you call it a Parkinson's day or a rough day or a crap day or a shit day, whatever. It's a bad day. With Parkinson's, every day is difficult and challenging to some degree, but every so often it likes to take that difficulty to the next level. Having a bad day can really set us back both physically and emotionally. Not only do we feel bad while it's happening, but we also worry about how to catch up on life after one happens because as we all know, life does not stop for any of us. And for those of us with young onset, there are additional life factors that older people with Parkinson's typically no longer have to consider. Like, am I able to take time off work? Can I afford it? Do I have any sick time available even? And for those of us who still have kids, when a bad day strikes, you have to contend not only with your illness, but the great demand that kids place on us as parents. So let's talk about what a bad day might look like. I reached out to the members of the online community Parkinson's Road and asked them to share things that may trigger a Parkinson's day for them. Let's see if you identify with any of these. For many members, a drastic change in routines like sleep, diet, and missing workouts, which is a big one for me. Almost every member who commented said that most of their bad days were preceded by a night of poor to no sleep. Others commented that they often had a really bad day after a stressful event, even if it was positive stress or lasted for only a short while. And by positive stress, I mean something like going to Disneyland with your family. You're having a great time, but it's still stressful and it places an overload on your nervous system. The next day, we often pay for it. Missing a dose or two of medications on one day can also lead to a flare-up over the next day as your body attempts to catch up. For many of us on really bad days, it seems that we are slower, stiffer, more rigid, and balance becomes a big problem. And many of us feel fatigued and sluggish, depressed, depressed, and anxious even. And many of us are left with feelings of guilt, low self-worth, and even despair after having a bad day. I know that I worry that a bad day indicates a progression in my disease, and I feel guilty. Like I let everybody down because I wasn't there for them and they have to pick up the slack. And it's also because bad days tend to come after a period where I'm feeling really great and I think I've got this whole Parkinson thing under control. And like a gut punch, it reminds me that I'm not in as much control as I thought I was. So I want you to really think on how bad days manifest for you. What are the indicators that you notice that it's going to be a bad day? Do you know right from the minute you open your eyes it's going to be a crap day or does it take a little bit of time for you to notice that on this day you're in for a a bumpy ride? Have you noticed any patterns in what may trigger a flare-up? Do your symptoms intensify or do they change? Do symptoms that are usually managed suddenly rear their ugly faces? When faced with one of these kinds of days, what do you do in order to cope with what lies ahead? We all know we're going to hit rough patches, so... Why not put a plan in place for getting through them? What are things that we could plan in advance to be helpful to us when we next face a bad day? I've come up with a list of tips and suggestions that I think will ease the disruption that rough days can cause in our lives. So first of all, be kind and gentle with yourself, but push when you can. Set your expectations appropriately with what you can actually achieve and avoid the I should trap. Know the difference between bad days and bad days. And once you learn to assess what kind of bad day you're having, you can then decide if this is something that you can push through, or maybe it's a stay at home and just stay in bed day. And yes, even on bad days, you can still achieve something. Give yourself some extra time, prioritize the non-negotiables, and let everything else go. I think that one is pretty self-explanatory. This next one, 
might sound a little bit strange, but I do what I can when I can do it. So think of things that you could do even if your meds aren't fully working or you're just not feeling your best. I know that I'm able to do things like run the vacuum or put a load of laundry in the washing machine, things that don't require fine motor skills. Try and think of some tasks, no matter how small they are, that you might be able to tackle even when you're feeling your worst. It's amazing how accomplishing even the smallest of tasks can boost your feelings of confidence and self-worth. My next suggestion is to make technology work for you. For example, talk to text. If you need to get a hold of somebody, you can use Google Assistant or Siri to help you make that phone call. I use the MetaSafe app on my phone to remind me to take my medications on time. And if there's a problem, I can look up information about that medication right in the app. Things like online shopping from Amazon or local grocery stores or even Walmart, you can buy everything that you need from the convenience of your home and have it delivered right to your doorstep for a very small and affordable fee. Break tasks down into smaller, more manageable chunks and take breaks in between. This may seem obvious for large projects like cleaning out your carport or something, but apply it to smaller tasks too, like even folding a basket of laundry. Ask for help or pay for help if you can. Could a family member or friend come over and help you tidy your house or help you with yard work? Is there possibly a mom who you can trade off taking the kids to school and picking them up with? Maybe a friend could just come over and help with the kids while you lay down for a while. Just making sure that something is managed or being taken care of can alleviate the anxiety we may have had about it not getting done. Make sure you're taking your medications on time. This is really important. Keeping your dopamine levels consistent as possible will help in managing the flare-up of symptoms. Now, it's not a guarantee, but it certainly will help. My next suggestion is to exercise. (laughs) Now, for those of you who know me from Parkinson's Road Fitness Fund, you'll know that that's my suggestion for everything. Exercise. It'll make everything better. And I I understand that it sounds completely crazy when you're feeling horrible and your symptoms are flared up. But yes, getting up and moving your body vigorously does help and it will help. This is a movement disorder and you have to move your body. Your brain will release endorphins. Yes, even our PD brains can release an endorphin or two. It will give you a sense of accomplishment. It helps regulate your sleep patterns and even has some neuroprotective benefits. So when you feel like a crap sandwich, get up and exercise. Anything will help. Even if you get up in your gym jams and dance on your bedroom floor, Just do something to get your blood pumping and trust me, you will feel better. And lastly, do not feel pressure to pretend that you aren't having a tough time. Give yourself permission to have your bad day and yes, you can cry if you want to. Just remember that it's a bad day, it's not a bad life, so don't give up. And if you need support, come and find me on Facebook at Parkinson's Road and we'll get through it together. So would you add anything else to that list? Do you have any tips for coping on bad days? What advice would you give to others if you knew that they were going through a bad day? And what do you do to make yourself feel better when you're having one? After hearing these suggestions, will you change anything? I have one last suggestion for you, and that is to make an actual plan. To list out the ideas that you have for coping with these difficult days, as well as any important contact information that you may need, like the phone numbers of that mom who will drive your kids to school for you, or your colleagues at work, or your doctor, or whomever you may need to get a hold of when you're having a tough time. Some helpful things to remember when creating your plan are, it's okay to ask for help as a part of your plan. If you ever feel like you're a burden, remember, no one would do very well in life if they did not ask for help when they needed it. It's also okay to ask for help in creating your plan. Perspective can make all the difference in effective planning. 
It's not selfish to put your needs first. In fact, for this plan to work, it has to be about your needs only. If you look after yourself, you will then be best able to help somebody else if they need help. Think about obstacles or barriers that may get in the way of you achieving your plan. Then, create a simple plan to overcome those difficulties. This will reduce the risk that you will achieve nothing. Communication. Please always tell someone that you are having a bad day, and if possible, tell them your plan for coping with your day. And finally, reward yourself at the end of a rough day for getting through. It could be something as simple as a bubble bath, reading your favorite book for half an hour before bed, or watching Netflix and eating Skittles under your favorite blanket. Just do something to pamper yourself so you end the day off on a positive note. I hope that your bad days are few and far between, but when they do happen, remember, it will always get better. Bad days may knock us down, but they will never keep us down, and having a plan to cope will make your comeback that much stronger. I would like to end today's show with a reading from my dear friend and fellow admin, Dean Parsons. It's a poem that he wrote, and I think it is especially fitting for this episode. I hope that when you are having a bad day, you will remember his message and feel better. Hi, Tanya. Thank you very much for inviting me back on. This is Dean G. Parsons speaking from the UK here in England. Today, I'm going to read a poem I wrote called Yes, You Can Do This. When your life does not go your way, when your world falls apart, when your outlook is grey, yes, you can do this. When trouble lurks at your door, when there's no way forward, when the outcome looks poor, yes, you can do this. When your self-belief is low, when there's no solution, when there's nowhere to go, yes, you can do this. When you have been rejected, when you feel all alone, when you feel neglected, yes, you can do this. When you feel the pain of loss, when your dreams are shattered, when you don't give a toss, yes, you can do this. When you feel completely lost, when you don't know which way, when the warmth turns to frost, yes, you can do this. For all that you are inside, for all that lies ahead, Good days will calm the tide. Yes, you can do this. That was Yes, You Can Do This by me, Dean G. Parsons. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to the Parkinson's Road Podcast. This episode was made possible by the wonderful contributions of Dean Parsons. To read more of Dean's brilliant writing, please visit him at www.wordsmithsnotebook.com. And make sure to find me on Facebook at the Parkinson's Road Podcast page. I love hearing from you. Don't forget to join us at Parkinson's Road and Parkinson's Road Fitness Fund support groups there too. Make sure to mention that you heard about them on this podcast. I want to say thank you to everyone who has encouraged and supported me in creating this podcast. If I help just one person live a better life, then it is all worth it. Until next time.